It is Tuesday, the 1st of November. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my co-host Shane Lee. Tuesday, the 1st of November. It is the race that stops the nation. I can't wait. I'm very lucky today, Tim. I'm going out in a nice boat with our, one of our clients, Barclay Pierce Capital. So I'll be out in the harbour, mate, um, having plenty of drinks and enjoying the festivities. But it always makes me laugh, Melbourne Cup Day. You never see men uh, walking more handsome, women walking more beautiful into the races. And they all walk out totally fucking dishevelled at the end of it. All goes a bit shape somewhere between race five and race seven. I um, yep. I'm actually uh, hosting a function at the Watsons Hotel. They've beautifully refurbed this place down the entertainment okay. quarter. Uh, yeah, and it was great last year. So it'll be a lot of fun, and they have dance offs to Sweet Caroline. So look, it is a day of celebration, and uh, the nation does stop. But we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about this great win by Australia last night. Aaron Finch batted well. They're in a a real dogfight, aren't they, for that spot against England to, to move through. Mm. We'll talk about what's happening with Gina Reinhart and Netball. And, of course, what about the Women's Rugby World Cup? The Wallaroos, they're punching above their weight. In life, the most important thing is trust. Without it, everything is a lot harder in a quickly changing and turbulent time. Barclay Pierce Capital is a safe pair of hands, an organisation built on people. They understand you've worked hard to build your nest egg and their asset management business is tailored to suit your needs. Their services help grow your wealth in order to provide long-term safety and security for you and your family. BPC, just a phone call away. Yeah, I watched this game last night. I, I thought, uh, you know, Australia struggled a little bit, didn't they, with uh, with the bat? But then they got things going in a way they went. Um, and, and the bowling, well, the bowling was just extraordinary, particularly at the start of it. Ireland got some runs, but Mitchell Stark was hooping it around. Yeah, but will it be enough, Timmy? I'm not sure. England were very smart by winning the toss and sending the Aussies in. Um, the Aussies really had to win this game and win it convincingly. <laughs> Um, to give us a better quotient. Um, I'm still not sure our quotient will get us through, mate, if England wins, so we have to wait and see on that. But Australia, yeah, scored five for 179. Finch getting 63 off 44. Stoinis once again chipping in with 35 off 25. Mitch Marsh got a start, but he's been pretty ordinary this um, uh, tournament, I, I think. Um, we expect a bit more from our number three. And then Ireland's only manager, 137. Uh, Lorcan um, Tucker, the best, actually scoring 71, not out of 48. But, yeah, the Aussies win the match. That's the most important thing. But will it be enough, Tim? I'm not sure. Yeah, well, I think the Aussies just got a barrack for New Zealand tonight because uh, the run rate is in favour of England. The Aussies needed to win by about 75 runs. And they look like they're on track for that. And then they allowed, um, you know, allowed the, the the tail to wag, not to victory, but to cause them some problems. Now, what about what's happened with Virat Kohli playing beautifully out in the middle? This is disturbing what happened in his hotel room. Yeah, someone's come in and it appeared to be either uh, a room service person, but they've uh, taken video footage of all his personal stuff, which is just not on. Um, it's very, very tough, particularly the Indian crickets find it very tough. They get smothered wherever they go. And their room is a bit of their sanctuary where they can get away from everyone else. And to have someone come in and film your personal stuff is just, just not on. 
Yeah, absolutely. And mm. there, there looks like there's a full investigation going to happen into that. Yep. I remember when I was growing up, you'd go to some people's places and they had the Bay City Rollers on the wall and, <laughs> you know, a shot of Ripper 76 or Ripper 77 and Max Merritt and the media as well. We've had a bit of insight into Roger Federer's teenage bedroom and like many of Roger's uh, vintage, you had Pamela Anderson <laughs> with the lovely red costume and and Michael Jordan posters. Yeah, well, he's a, he's a hot-blooded... A uh, young teenage boy, isn't he, with Pamela Anderson mm. on the wall? He's also had Michael Jordan there, so he's a sports lover from from day one. But uh, yeah, really inside, he had really bleached blonde hair too in this photo. Go and check it out online. Have a look at him. He looked a bit sort of, I don't know, that it, that he was at a Blink One Eight Two or something like that. But um, yeah, a young uh, Roger Federer um, with Pamela Anderson on the wall. Can't blame him. What did you adorn your oak flats walls with, Shane? Do you remember if you uh, chucked a poster up or two? I think I, I had a life-size uh, picture of Pamela Anderson, mate. Took up most of the wall. Goodness gracious, <laughs> painted by yourself. Now, um, the live tour, the golf, every time I read an article, it just the mind boggles about the paydays. This Cameron Smith story today where he's carried the team to a $12 million Ka-ching, ka-ching. Ridiculous. Uh, ridiculous amount of money, I should say. Not ridiculous from him. He was, he was the best player on the course. Three shots better than anyone else. Mm. Um, but he's carried Matt Jones, Leishman and, and Ormsby um, to to victory. Uh, and they, they share in $12 million. So for someone like Ormsby or Leishman in particular, um, it's big, big money for these guys. Um, it just seems it's not, not a month that goes past where um, Cameron Smith is not earning another 4 to $5 million. He's, he's raking it in. Um, now, the Netball Australia story, you and I have discussed it. We both agreed that we found it difficult to understand how they couldn't come to some solution where they mm. could get the $15 million from Hancock Prospecting, which of course is Gina Reinhardt's company. Um, now, Netball Australia are trying to fill this $15 million hole some people are saying it's being filled by taxpayers. They they have done a deal with Visit Victoria for part of it. They have. Um, we're not sure how how much the fifteen Visit Victoria will will take on, but at least it's a few dollars. But yeah, it's it's leaving the administration a little bit uh, red faced here because um, once again, it's been handled really really poorly. They keep crying and asking for the government for more support and more support from all constituents around the country, but. Um, they're just not handling the uh, the business side of the, of the of the game very well at all. No doubt you'll get to the tab before you jump on uh, the boat today mm. with um, with the wonderful people who, of course, sponsor this show, Barclay Pierce Capital, and, and have a great day. Hopefully that wind drops for you. You can really enjoy <laughs> it. Um, mate, are there horses you like today? Is there anything particular? I'm not a big punter, Tim, but I was born on the 8th of the 8th. I grew up at 8 Winter Avenue, Mount Warrigal, mm. and 8 was my first number for New South Wales. So sure enough, I'm going to back number 8, which is the favourite, mate. Um, Duval Legend, uh, Kieran McAvoy. Mm. So I'll be having something on him, but I'll be putting that into a, I think, a, at least a Quinella or a Trifecta, mate. I, I like 18 as well, Luna Flair. Yeah. I think that's got a little bit of value. Uh, what are your thoughts, Tim? Yeah, look, Luna Flair was something I was really thinking about with Graham Begg. Uh, but pulled up lame yesterday, so it'll be interesting to see where okay. that goes today. But he, uh, you know, that's an outside uh, chance at $16. The the money that I'll be having, uh, and look, I'm not a big punter, to be honest, I love it, but I don't I don't bet in big uh, numbers, but I will be having something each way on Montefilia. That's the horse that okay. um, 
that I really like. And uh, right down the bottom, Realm of Flowers, I'll have something there as well. But this favourite uh, looks very good, but too short for me. A Melbourne Cup favourite where you have someone at $3.50 just, just seems yeah. a bit short. But either way, it'll be a great day. We've got the big dance too, the big dance and the little dance at Ramwick. I've got a horse in race two, Prince Nakoni. has something I've got a small share in, maybe just a little hair follicle. Um, he's a very good horse, but he's starting from gate 20, so he's almost starting from Pagewood. So that'll that'll make it difficult for him. All right, that is the Melbourne Cup. Stay with us. We've got a bit of AFL Rugby League and plenty more. The new Elite Bet app has arrived. It's got all the betting features you expect and new ones you're going to love. Elite Bet is your one-stop shop on race day with Hot Bet, where you can back the tips of proven winning punters. Build fast sports multis and play same game multis. The Elite Bet app is the smoothest betting experience around. Trusted for 10 years, Elite Bet is 100% Australian owned. The only betting app you need this spring is Elite Bet. Gamble responsibly. Now, the Swans, Shane, you follow their moves closely. Mm. Sam Naismith, uh, James Bell and Ben Ronke, all all gone. They're all gone, mate. All been delisted prior to the draft. Um, I do feel for Sam Naismith, who, look, he came in around, I think it was 2016. He only, he's only had playing a handful of games, but he's had three knee reconstructions in that time, uh, the big tall ruckman. Um, yeah, he was given a good go by the Swans, and the Swans do stick by their players, but I just think after three knee reconstructions, he hasn't come good, so he's been delisted, as you said, along with James Bell uh, and Ben Ronke. So um, make way for so hopefully some, some real good, fresh blood to come into that Swans team and bolster for the really good uh, season they had last year. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And we've seen Craig Young, uh, chairman of the St. George Illawarra Dragons, stand down over that uh, reference he wrote for um, Brett Finch. And, uh, of course, that was written on the St. George letterhead. Now, Craig Young was to hand this over in November anyway. And, uh, look, the, the, the decision to, to put it on the letterhead was the wrong one. But I think he's copped it a bit. You know, like if you break this down, he was just trying to – do something nice to someone. The decision to do it on the letterhead was completely wrong, obviously. But um, look, yeah, Craig Young's a legend of the club. I mean, he's got such a record. He he's in their team of the century. He captained his country. I, you know, I'm not going to get too down on him. No, nah, nor am I, mate. He's um, and you know, Brett Finch was a family friend, so he was just trying to help a family friend out. Um, the error of a judgment. You're right, Tim. Came by putting it onto the Dragons letterhead. Um, but Brett Finch, he's facing potential jail time with the charges around distributing child pornography. So it just doesn't sit well. But, um, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think um, uh, Craig Young has been a fantastic servant of, of the game of football, uh, both on and off the park, so we should not be too hard on him. Yeah, yeah, and we have to look at his what he's done in, in isolation too. Uh, yep. You know, and, and, and by putting on the letterhead, that was the thing that was wrong, but let's not um, send him down the river, Craig Young. Uh, now, the NRL draw, um, look, it's... It's chaotic because we've got the FIFA Women's World Cup, which is going to consume Australia and New Zealand next year. It's going to, and you're going to see a lot of uh, uh, fields and uh, teams here have to go and play on other grounds. Um, whenever you have a World Cup, of course, you've got to have your best grounds on display, and that's what will happen. So it will be chaos, but um, you know, for us to attract World Cups to our shores is, is a good thing. What about our women's rugby team? And look... 
to mm. their credit, we, we spoke yesterday about the Wallabies, and that was a good win over Scotland. I think that's moved them from ninth to sixth in world rankings. But uh, our Wallaroos haven't been up near the top, but they're playing that way and they're punching above their weight. They have to beat the top-ranked team in the world. They do. So the Wallaroos, they're in the quarterfinal, but they take on England. Now, this English um, team has not lost a game since 2019. They've won 28 internationals in a row. So it's going to be a Herculean effort from our, from the Wallaroos to, to get past England. But saying that, you know, the Aussie spirit, let's wait and see, Timmy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They've, they've been in good form and uh, that's mm. what you need to be. And you've played in these big sports tournaments internationally and, and once you get momentum, it's hard to stop. It, it really is. Now, uh, but, but teams um, that are doing well have parties. Teams that are struggling have meetings. <laughs> there's meetings, <laughs> yes. don't they? Well, we've got to have another meeting because there's a problem. Um, Brooklyn Nets, NBA, uh, they're holding a players-only meeting after a fourth straight loss and there's a big Australian influence slash contingent in and around the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, well, they're, they're one in five. Um, and as you're right, Tim, they've held a player-only meeting. They're six games into an 82-game season. But they've got Kevin Durant, um, Kiri, uh, Kiri, Kirby Ivy, um, and, and the Aussie Ben Simmons. And they're predicting big things for this year, but they are just not not gelling well at all. Um it's going to really put some pressure on Ben Simmons. He, we all know the, the debacle he's had with, with his former franchise. And now he's expected to do good things. He's getting fouled off. The team's not winning. It's not good signs for him. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But our focus today, the first Tuesday of November, is the Flemington Racetrack. It's going to be the coldest day for a Melbourne mm. Cup in 25 years, I read. The, the weather has been a little indifferent. I was down there last week and it was it was freezing. Um, it was 12, 13 degrees and, and wet. But you, you have a little racing story to finish us with, Shana. I do, mate. Uh, the, my favourite race day of all time, brother Brett and I got invited out by Chow and I to do some guest tipping um, uh, during the during the Doncaster in Sydney. Um, that. Yeah, and uh, we actually got a, uh, I got a mate to give me a few tips because I'm not a big punter myself. Mm. Well, we picked about seven out of eight uh, winners on the day um, to the point where Rogan Josh and I, I backed it in the Doncaster. It was my only the reason I picked it because it was my favourite curry. Mm. So we backed it. It won. We ordered a limo and then went, went and had a rag and Josh afterwards. It was a oh, fantastic day, nice. the races. Oh, that sounds like a cracking day. And they say money won is twice as good as money earned. And a Rogan Josh, I'm like you, a massive passionate fan about Indian food. As long as the lamb is tender, it is just like going to a whole new level. I was that hungry after the race. I could have eaten anything, to be honest. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe. Wherever you listen, a big thank you to our sponsors. A fantastic sponsors, Barclay Pierce Capital. They're only a phone call away. And, of course, our wonderful producer, Mr. Dan McHugh. We are back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. See you then, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to Afternoon Sport. If you enjoyed the show, why not check out one of our other podcasts, like the Building Resilience Podcast. Noel Allnup, the CEO of Securo, explores the minds of world-class performers in order to deconstruct their life tools and ethos that can help us create growth and optimise business. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or head to afternoonsport.com. Afternoon sport.